0: Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating, of stepping into juicy, soulful, whole, living, adventuring being on this journey of a lifetime. And on redefining happiness, on broadening, which is a bit of an aside, I'll maybe chat about that in another podcast was Untethered Soul, I think it's chapter 15, on unconditional happiness. Oh, yeah. It's just redefining it in a much broader way, which is actually like, speaks to me volumes about just gratitude. Gratitude for the opportunity to experience everything, whatever is coming. So, oh my goodness. I just feel there's so many amazing things. Where do I even begin? Um, the other night, there was the most exquisite sunset and at the moment I'm somewhere a little bit different where I have an opportunity to um, walk along the beach and actually see the sunset and really depending on the day like today it was this weird murky misty but that you actually couldn't even see the sunset Um, We saw the sun a bit higher but then as it actually got to the horizon there was nothing and usually the sky is its most beautiful color, even for like the half an hour afterwards. But there was none of that today. But yesterday, I literally was moved to tears at the sunset. So often I'm walking, but this time it was just so exquisite that I just like sat down to watch. And what it felt like was when you go and you sit down and you watch like a live performance, And then there's people that are cued in the wings and there's dancers and there's cue this one, cue that one, lighting this, that. And I felt like I was watching this most magnificent natural like performance, God's performance of the sunset. Because there were areas of the sky further back that had bits of cloud that at one point they were white. At one point they turned pink then there were like layers of like cloud that was like gray and then there was cloud that was white and then there was ones that went orange and yellow and it literally like felt like these things and elements being cued as if I was just watching this live performance and just moved me to tears in terms of Yes, there's a lot of trauma and really challenging things that people go through and are going through, but there also is such a tremendous amount of beauty. And I kind of felt like in watching that sunset, what if in moments of the day we can experience them as if we are like guests seeing the most incredible production We're attendees of this most phenomenal production. And it is, it's also that element of how things are happening with or without any individual one of us. Like whether in the next minute I cease to be here, the whole of life is continuing. It's like there's this show that's being performed. And whether somebody who booked a ticket didn't make it to that night's performance, The performance carries on with or without everybody who booked to show up or not. It's happening anyway. And then it's like, imagine seeing life as like this infinite, this performance that never ends. And each lifetime, like different people are given opportunity to witness, just like you buy a ticket, but then Often when we go, you go and see a production from beginning to end and it's a closure. But imagine this infinite, like non-stop, constantly changing and morphing production. And a lifetime is like a ticket to sit and view this production. But you're going to get, you will have a certain seat and a certain angle and for a certain amount of time. And it's going on all the time. So there's constantly just a new influx of attendees, of like Viewers. And then I kind of thought also it's like, but even more than that, imagine now they've started to do these like theatrical plays where the audience is somehow part of the play, or the play happens around the audience and it moves through the audience. I haven't been to one of these, but I I believe that's kind of like a new move in, in theater or so. But so imagine now, this isn't just a theater where you get to watch. This is actually a theater where you actually, like, even get to inhabit, like, a character in experience, like, the perspective of a character in the play. But then it's also like there's so many multiple storylines all going on because for each character, they're the lead of their play. But every character, they're all playing together. So there's all these, like, multiple storylines. And everyone's experiencing theirs as their main character from their perspective. So it starts to become quite an interesting mind. Like, yeah, explosive, creative thing to kind of play with. Because each person who inhabits like the lead... They experience from their perspective, but there are others that they're interacting with that from that character's point of view, they're the lead. And yeah, how it's sometimes not even what's happening. It's how you experience. Yeah, wow. Because then I also had these two things that happened on the beach where the one, like somebody was walking past waving to draw someone else's attention. And I thought they were like waving at me. So here, like in another instant, like it was just a wave. Like to me, I thought this person was waving at me, but they were waving at someone else. And it's like how things, the interpretation of different things all at the same time can be so different. And just the timings of things as well, because then I'm walking a dog that gets a little bit aggressive with other dogs, and someone else has got a dog on the lead, and as their dog passes the dog, I'm walking, the dog I'm walking gets a bit aggressive and goes, Grr. and at that exact moment, there was a jogger who jogged between these two dogs, was a bit of a distance, and at that exact moment of the dog I'm walking growling, the other dog sort of like pounce forward a bit. So for her, she thought the dog wanted to attack her, but it was actually just because she happened to pass at the exact moment that the two dogs were kind of triggering each other. And yeah, it's just how the same reality can be interpreted so differently. So I know this was also about taking inspiration from those who, um, give me a second, taking inspiration from those who have stood for peace. Oh my Lord, I had no idea. There's like, I think it's about three hours. There's a movie on Gandhi's life, which was really like remarkable to watch. And then I landed up also over the weekend watching Nelson Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom, which I had watched in the past before. But just how, it wow, wow, wow. I don't even know where to begin because it's also this idea of like the humble leadership because both of them, there's so many times and aspects where you see there's like this deep listening and it's like holding a space for some sort of guidance in the moment and just seeing the futility, like violence just doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't end well. It just lands up creating the cycle over and over and over again. But some of the beautiful stories that just, um, I may have to continue with this tomorrow because then also I've mentioned about wanting to learn more about the Truth and Reconciliation Commission and then I listened to a talk that Desmond Tutu, Archbishop Desmond Tutu had given a number of years ago and also magnificent shares in there. So the Gandhi one, I'm blending a little bit here because in the Archbishop Desmond Tutu talk, he talks about to actually, the problem is like this dehumanizing another person when you, because then when you no longer see them as a person and they just are a projection, a place for like hate and suffering and trauma and everything to be projected and that they must pay. In order to perpetrate acts, the person perpetrating the act has to sort of get to the same has some element of them gets dehumanized. So it's like this constant cycle of punitive, because if you're doing everything out of, like I spoke about the difference between punitive and restorative justice, and punitive justice being focused on punishment, whereas restorative justice focuses on believing and seeing the potential of every person, no matter the act, to reconnect to their humanity with the ultimate goal of reintegration in a healthy, wholesome way back into society with some sort of like reconciliation and transformative process that's happened between, if we are using the language of victim and perpetrator, um, just for the sake of understanding. Um, wow, wow. But that element of, which just makes so much sense, it doesn't help. The constant cycle, because then, in order to be punitive and administer the punishment, something has to give in the person who's doing it. Like so, the restorative, and I guess it's this is choice. It's a choice of what is possible in the world. And I do. I really. I choose to believe in. <sighs> have to, don't have to, but to choose to believe in the potential and the stories. I'm already on 11 minutes, but I'm just going to share two quick ones. The one was, Tutu spoke about how a young man who'd been assaulted and tortured, um, and it was related to South Africa at a certain time, when he came to speak to him, it was years later, said to him that when these men were torturing him, he was, kept thinking that these are children of God and that they had lost their connection to their humanity and he was saying to Tutu, it's up to us to help them find it. So it's like if you see someone as a child of God and you see that potential, it's completely different to then seeing someone that needs to just be made to suffer and needs to be punished. And it's a totally different, totally different, the outcome and the way you view it. And this was from someone who'd been through it saying this that we need to find a way to help them find that connection to humanity again. And the story from the, at the end of the Gandhi movie, there's one of the guys who comes past, and Gandhi's quite old, and um, a lot of people are coming by, and one at a time, and there'd been a lot of fighting between the Muslims and the Hindus, and this guy walks in to say to Gandhi that, I know I'm going to go to hell, and Gandhi says, but you know, only... God's judgment determines where you go. How do you know, you know that you're going to hell? And he says, no, I know I'm going because I killed I killed a, a boy and I killed a Muslim boy. And he continues with his story to show, he said, because he killed my son. And he shows like about just over waist height, his son. And just even in that story alone, I understand it's not, God forbid, to see someone kill your own child that. Something can snap and in a moment you just retaliate. It, I understand. I, I, it's, it's completely understandable um, to lose connection but in order to do that there just has to be some absolute projection where you lose connection to this other person as another human being and you just see them in a different light and something inside has to turn off in order to retaliate. And Gandhi said to him, I know a way out of hell for you. And he said to him, you need to find a young boy. And he motioned to the same height as the son that he'd lost, this guy had lost, and said, who doesn't have, who's lost his mother and father, most likely in, the, in this violence. And you need to raise him as your own. And he needs to be a Muslim boy. And you need to maize, raise him as a Muslim. And this was a Hindu dad and i'm already on 14 minutes and i will continue with these themes and and other stories and things that i came to but just yeah that please god may we just open our hearts to the wonder and magic of this opportunity of attending this theater of life and just to take it all in and realize like it's it's going to carry on without us if it was before us it's moving on after us and just what a privilege and honor and and just to take part for the time the blink of an eye that is a lifetime and to please God may those people who have chosen peace over violence love over hatred and fear restoration over punishment may they serve as our beacons at this time especially with the cycles that humanity has been cycling through that please, God, may they be through their stories, not the people theoretically, but who have lived and chosen that perspective. Mwah. Happy adventuring, precious heart.